Welcome to Swift Unwrapped, a weekly show about the Swift programming language and other Swift.org projects. My name is JP Samard. And I'm Jesse Squires. Today we want to talk about the uh, Swift Weekly Brief newsletter uh, that Jesse has been running for two years, and uh, which is recently undergoing a few changes, uh, so we thought we'd cover that a little bit. Yeah, uh, just to help spread the word a bit more and um, kind of let everyone know what's going on. So I guess issue 100, which came out a, a few weeks back, uh, I said was my last. Uh, There's lots of sadness on Twitter. Some people were sad to see it go. Um, for me, uh, you know, I'm just ready to move on to other projects. Um, I don't think it it consumes too much time in general, but oftentimes it did. Um, and now I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm ready to step away from it and. I uh, just focus on other projects. Like, you know, I want to write more code, basically. And, right. and this kind of takes away from me doing that. Yeah. And um, I, I definitely hear uh, what you're saying in terms of like not taking too much time, except at times when it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if, if I can kind of postulate that it's uh, the regularity of it that ends up being um, a little constraining. Exactly. And even though this podcast comes out every week too, um, we have the uh, the ability to kind of front load a few episodes every now and again. So yeah. like if we know that we'll be traveling or unavailable, we might record like two, three, sometimes even four episodes uh, in, right. into the future. Mm-hmm. And so um, that way we can kind of keep our sanity and uh, that way we can still sometimes like have a week, two, sometimes three off. Right. You can't really do that with the newsletter because the whole point is that like here's what's happened in the last seven days. Exactly. And there's lots of, you know, admittedly self-imposed pressure to make sure it's on schedule every single week. Um, And, you know, many times it was fine. It was like totally ready and I would wake up Thursday morning, maybe make a few edits and just publish. Uh, But then there are times where it's 7 p.m. Wednesday night and I'm like, oh, haven't done anything yet. Um, And then it's, you know, working a few hours that night and a few hours the next morning to to gather content and get the issue published. Yeah, and and to be fair, there have been lots of contributors over the, those two years yes. that have helped, but nonetheless, the responsibility still kind of fell on you to make sure that uh, the, the, the train left on time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, all the other contributors have been uh, super awesome. I mean, you wrote uh, at least one issue, I think. Uh, Brian Giziat, Greg Heo, uh, Boz, uh, Roman, Garrick, um, Maybe a few others. Hopefully, I'm not missing anyone. But uh, yeah, and then other people have contributed links as well. Because again, it's all on GitHub. But I definitely, I always viewed it as just any other open source project, um, which comes with all the typical maintenance of an open source project. And um, as the lead of that, yeah, I felt responsibility to make sure um, you know things were getting done, happening on time, etc. 
Right. And like other open source projects, sometimes you get surprise work that's thrown your way, right? Like some integration will break or uh, GitHub will tell you that one of your Jekyll dependencies has a vulnerability and it's all of a sudden, uh, right. you know, you have work that you didn't think you'd have uh, that just falls onto your plate. Exactly. Uh, unexpected things or, um, you know, things start out... Uh, more manual, and then you progressively automate more and more things. Um, so, for example, like the tweets were not automated for a, a while until I finally got around to doing that uh, to tweet the the issue on the Twitter account um, and and other just random things like that. But now, like everything is pretty well automated, and you know the only really the only thing you really have to do is write some markdown and commit to master and then you're done right you can do it all from github.com at this point yeah which is actually uh pretty nice as well uh it's nice not necessarily because like everyone's going to do that uh, especially future contributors and future authors but uh i think it's a testament to the fact that um you know everything's automated and uh it can be very hands-off yeah um, but that didn't come for free. You know, you had to put in uh, the time and the automation and be forward thinking in the sense of, you know, what's going to set this up for, for success uh, down the road right. by um, reducing the amount of ongoing maintenance that needs to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's in a good spot now, which kind of brings us to where it is uh, today, where we, um, this past week, we decided to resume it. And Boz is going to take over uh, most of the responsibilities. Uh, so he published, uh, he brought it back with issue 101. And uh, yeah, it, it's awesome to see. He, he has the, he's written the most issues uh, after me. Uh, so it kind of made sense for him. You know, he has the most experience um, to kind of take it over and the most time out of everyone else, um, I think, to devote to it. And so... Uh, we moved to a, bi- a bi-weekly schedule now, um, so it won't be every week. So every other Thursday, uh, you'll get the newsletter now, and Boz and the other uh, writers will bring that to you. Hooray. Yeah, I'm very happy to see that it lives on, and I'm sure so are all the other readers, because it's a great source of uh, condensed summaries of what's going on in Swiftland. Yeah, and uh, the the cool thing to note is... Uh, now the the mailing list section is now the Swift forum section. Uh, so there are some changes coming up and yeah, still good content to read. Yeah, so if, if anyone is interested in contributing, um, I mean, the way that things are set up, anyone can write an issue. Um, you know, we try to keep everything focused on Swift news specifically. Uh, Sometimes people often want to write about iOS or macOS specific things, and uh, that's okay sometimes, but we really want to just keep it focused on the language and the projects at swift.org. Yeah, there's so many other great newsletters um, for uh, yeah. iOS or Apple development in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of similar to the motivations for this podcast, right? Is uh, It's not to take away from any of that, but rather to kind of shine a spotlight in kind of a, a more targeted way to the, the programming language and the projects around it. And sometimes that covers things like Xcode and mm-hmm. um, and like Swift Playgrounds on iPad, for example, right? So yeah. it branches out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other thing to note is that the the mailing list is paused for now, so it's just through RSS, Apple News, 
uh, Twitter, if you follow the Twitter account, and then, you know, the issues are published on the web. So um, still multiple ways to subscribe and get the news. Uh, but the mailing lists are paused for now. And that's because you know, I was running that list um, that comes with monthly costs. And um, it just made more sense right now to hold off on that. Maybe we'll bring it back later in some form. Uh, we just haven't really decided exactly how to do that yet. Going back to um, the kind of call for contributors, really, yeah. um, you don't have to commit to writing a full issue, right? And that's what I've enjoyed about the project is yeah. uh, in since I've written that one episode or one article a while back, yeah. um, the only thing I've really done is occasionally when I find something noteworthy, uh, either just from casually browsing Twitter or... Uh, folks talking about it on various Slack groups or at the office, uh, I'll just drive by and dump a link in um, the GitHub issue that's tracking the next article. Mm -hmm. And that way, um, it's very low effort, and uh, I can still uh, feel good about myself for contributing a little bit. Yeah. So I encourage you to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, now, you know, I did this thing for two years, uh, and... That that was a process that we kind of developed along the way. Um, before I would just, you know, write the article uh, throughout the week, like writing the markdown. Uh, but then I realized it'd be much easier if we opened a GitHub issue to track it. Um, and then anyone could just drive by uh, with a comment to, uh, you know, ha have a link or um, any anything they wanted mentioned in the newsletter. And, and a lot of people have done that, actually. But as I was saying, you know, after two years of doing this, it's kind of like hardwired into my brain. If I see something on Twitter or, you know, I still follow the repos on GitHub. So just in case I see something uh, that sticks out. Uh, but as soon as I do, I just go to the GitHub issue on the Swift Weekly repo, just comment there. And um, yeah, so that, that's another way to help reduce the uh, pressure and stress on whoever is uh, going to write that issue for that week. And you get internet points if you're the first to post it on the <laughs> issue. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, it's a race, so you right. should do it first if you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we have a couple new contributors that are interested in writing issues. Uh, so everyone will see those coming up pretty soon. So when you see those, when you see a new writer for the first time, be sure to, you know, give them a shout out on Twitter. Um, thank them for their time and yeah ho hopefully at this point you know now it's it's two issues a month so you know if, if two contributors alternate um, you know that's only one issue per month per person so that was really the motivation behind this making it more sustainable more um, you know really setting the project up to succeed long term so I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for uh, running it all this time. And I look forward to <laughs> continue reading it. Well, that's it for this episode. You can find the show at Swift underscore Unwrapped. You can find me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Squires. You can find me on Twitter at SimJP. And if you enjoy the show, please do leave a review on iTunes. And if you want to join the conversation on spectrum.chat slash specfm, uh, you'll find us there. Thanks for listening.